Hello and welcome to Let the Growth Flow, a spiritual place to heal mind, body, and soul. My name is Alexis and I'll be your host. My hope for this podcast is to help people learn about all things spiritual at the same time allowing themselves to heal in any way that they need to. I plan to do that by sharing my own spiritual experiences as well as bringing other spiritual mentors onto the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Let the Growth Flow. Still kind of obviously getting over this bronchitis. My cough is still here a little bit, by the way. Um, It usually acts up when I'm talking more, so I have water with me, but apologies in advance for coughing that might occur. But I wanted to talk about and bounce off of last week's episode about balance and finding balance and share a little story that actually happened after that podcast episode aired about balance. So after that podcast episode, I was feeling like I wanted to sing and I was like, I don't know what I want to sing, but I want to sing, which led me to meditating because my phone was also acting up. I was trying to look for songs to sing and my phone kept like glitching out. It was like going black and exiting out of Spotify and YouTube and just not letting me do anything that it wasn't unlocking. So I ended up saying out loud, I'm like, okay, obviously somebody's trying to get my attention. So I sat down and I started meditating And in my meditation, I started hearing drumming and it was so real that I looked out my window. I like opened my eyes and looked out my window because I was like, is somebody playing drums? And there is nothing outside and I couldn't hear it outside. So I went and sat back down I'm meditating and I keep hearing the drums and then I hear grab your drum. So I believe I shared the story of me getting a drum a couple months ago when I first moved to California. And since I got it, I haven't really used it a lot. Felt that initial really strong connection. And then I just kind of grab it every here and then when I feel like it, but it hasn't been consistent. So I start playing the drum and I'm immediately covered in chills. And I start singing. And the words I am singing are, I have a song. This song's for me. I sing it to celebrate for myself and the spirits surrounding me. And I started saying, I am open, ready to receive over and over again. I'm ready, open to receive. I'm ready to receive all that's serving me, all that's serving my highest good. And I was covered in chills the whole time I was singing this. And then I just started crying. And I realized those are words that I have never truly said in my life that I'm open and ready to receive. Um, which was crazy to me because I've been doing energy work and whatnot. And it was a really powerful moment for me. And it made me realize how much I'm in my masculine energy giving. And I never really truly allow things to be given to me and receive them. I have talked about codependency and people pleasing before on here I believe and if not I have an article about it on our blog post about it on my website if you want to check it out but 
it was really hard for me to accept help in any way. And I was very controlling because I just thought that the way that I get things done is the best. And that, you know, that stemmed from trust issues that I couldn't trust anybody to get the job done. I can only count on myself, which also led me to most of my life being in this very closed off energy when it comes to others and accepting help and accepting and receiving anything. So that happened. And then that was through meditation. I felt really good. And then I went to take my dog on a walk at the beach. And as I was weaving to go to the beach, I got very lightheaded. I felt nauseous. I was like, what is going on? I prayed to my guides, my spirit team and said, Hey, I would really appreciate if you guys could help me ground down right now. I'm feeling very ungrounded after that experience. The lightheadedness and nausea went away. But as I was walking along the beach, the whole left side of my body was tingling and like my muscles were cramping and releasing. And I was honestly really freaked out, guys. I thought I was having a heart attack. (laughs) I (laughs) so much so that I stopped walking. I sat down and I like put my palms up and I started breathing and like on the side of the path because I was freaking out. And I just heard, uh, you're okay. And I also called one of my good friends. She's very intuitive. And sometimes you just need that like extra nod, especially when it's something that is making you worry about your own health. And I called her and she immediately said like, no, I think you're okay. Like, I don't think any, I don't think you're having a heart attack. I think everything's good. So that made me feel better. I sat with it. So fast forward to that night, I was like sitting in bed and it's like all the things started connecting and I realized that the left side of our body is their feminine side, right side's masculine, and that I was having energy flowing all along the left side of my body, like my my neck, my shoulders, my arm, my abdomen, my legs, my feet, my head, like the whole body, only my left side was tingling. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the energy is flowing for the first time on this side of my body. It was so trippy, honestly. And then it just made me really grateful in the following like two days. It was really crazy. The whole left side of my body and only the left side of my body was sore. Like I had done an intense workout and then I ended up doing a yoga sequence, which was divinely guided and the yoga teacher kind of talked about how our muscles get sore to heal themselves spiritually. So I don't know, it was really cool. So I'm really leaning into being open and receiving and finding the balance within my own body with my masculine and feminine energies. Uh, Just wanted to update you guys on that little life update for me. And I am also incorporating saying that I'm open and I'm receiving into my morning mantras. Let me know if you have any questions about that energy for sure. But this leads me to kind of bounce off of last week's episode of talking about balance and finding balance within yourself and correlate to how when we are balanced within our bodies and energies that we are able to manifest more clearly and specifically and possibly even faster. So there's two kind of energies that I wanted to talk about today. And those energies are Shiva and Shakti. These two 
energies can represent two currents of energy that kind of flow through each chakra and one energy is going down through our body so entering uh, our crown chakra traveling downwards through in through our feet into the earth and then one flowing upwards from our feet out our crown so the downward current can also be called the current of manifestation and i think this is really interesting way to think about manifesting because it's very true and it's a great way to incorporate your chakras and your emotions and your body into manifesting which is so important so this downward current or the current of manifestation begins as a thought in our brain so you think of something that lights you up that you really want because you're passionate about it or just because you simply want it but it starts as a thought and our crown chakra begins as a conscious thought and then it kind of travels down to our third eye and we begin to imagine the images or maybe even the moving images of what this idea could be. Uh, so we can really visualize it. Then it moves down to our throat chakra where we can communicate it uh, in a form of a story. So we can communicate it to our friends, to our family, to the universe, to yourself, just actually saying it out loud. And then after that, it kind of moves down to our heart chakra. When we move to our heart chakra, it allows us to kind of sink into the feeling of what we are manifesting. What will it feel like when I have XYZ? What will it feel like when I have a four-door teal Jeep? <laughs> what does that feel like to me? Am I happy? Am I sad? Do I feel successful? Really feeling that. Then we move down to our solar plexus where we give it will and energy. Our solar plexus is where we have our willpower, just like everything that gets us moving and going. Uh, then we move down to our sacral chakra, which is all about creating. So when we're in this creating spot, it's bringing together all the pieces of that idea and kind of starting to create it, like have a house for it to be created in. And then we get to our root chakra, which is all about being in the physical world and being grounded. So root chakra is all about bringing that idea into the physical plane. I also... I can't remember where I read it from. I know it was in a book, I think. Gosh, it could have been a podcast, but it, the metaphor was beautiful talking about manifestation. And if for any reason, the explanation that I just explained going through each chakra isn't making sense, then I hope that this does. So I want you to think about a lamp that we get light from. That lamp is plugged into the wall. The wall connects to the wires and the wires hold the electricity current, which gives us the power. So the energy, the electricity power is the thought. And then it travels down through the cords, plugs into the wall, travels the cord that's plugged into the wall and brings that energy to the light bulb, which allows us to have physical light. So that's kind of the same way that manifesting can work within our body. So again, that is the energy that's moving down our bodies. Now, the other current is also known as the current of liberation. This kind of takes us out of the limitations that we can place on ourselves in the physical plane. So in the physical plane here on earth, we experience fear, we experience grief, and when 
we allow ourselves to be liberated, we feel more freer, we feel more expansive and more daring to ask for the things that we truly desire and want. So this path, the energy moves up starting from the root chakra and the root chakra could be considered as heavy energy since it's really grounded in this physical. So as it moves up through our chakras, it becomes lighter and lighter going back up into this conscious thought that we started with. I think the most important thing to think about here is that our lower three chakras, our root, sacral, and solar, help us power those upper, more liberated chakras. So the heart, throat, third eye, and crown. So that brings me into the next thing of balance, which is making sure that we are balanced in our bodies and energy, especially in those lower chakras, so that we can reach this higher state of liberation and lighter thoughts. So when we are balanced in our energy, we feel grounded, we feel safe, we feel secure. We're not reaching out for confirmation for ideas or feelings or emotions from other people to gain that validation. It's all coming from within yourself. And when you first feel safe and secure within yourself, that's when you can trust yourself and begin creating, which is in the sacral chakra. Um, again, we want to be creating just kind of fiercely and, and flowing up and then the willpower. So it all correlates. What I'm trying to say is it all correlates back down to this root chakra and making sure that your root chakra is in good shape for manifesting since we're moving down first. The other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about with manifesting is that when we manifest, we have to put limits on things. And I know that sounds harsh or you might be thinking, why would I put a limit on manifesting? I am limitless. While our lives are limitless and we can manifest whatever we want, it's important that you put boundaries, that you're specific and have some sort of structure when you're manifesting. So for example, I think it's important when you're manifesting to go through each chakra and almost set those boundaries because our chakras are helping us set those boundaries. So we start again with the idea, what do I want? I'm using an example that I want. So I want a teal four-door Jeep Wrangler. So I might write that down or I might just say it out loud in my in my head or say it out loud. And I'm just thinking I want this four-door teal Jeep Wrangler and then I'm going to move down and I'm going to start visualizing this Jeep. I see the blue Jeep sitting in the parking lot of my apartment complex. I see myself walking to it and hear the door unlock. I open the door, I get in, I put my hands on the steering wheel and I shut the door, I buckle myself up and I see myself driving this car to and from work. I see myself filling the gas tank up, really visualizing it and feeling then. what? How do I feel when I am in this Jeep? That's just an example though. So like, again, we'd go through each chakra kind of like I said at the beginning. But it's also important to have your why. Why do I want these things? Do I want these things simply to just have them? And that's okay too, right? We're in this limitless life, but say I deserve this blue Jeep Wrangler because I am worthy of having nice things. Which brings us into the next part of manifesting, which is believing. Believing that everything you put out into the universe 
will come back to you and believing that you are worthy of receiving it. I'm all about sharing examples from my life. And from last week's podcast episode, you guys know I've been in a hard spot and had a lot going on. And I honestly wasn't allowing myself to heal or feel any emotions. And that resulted in me not sticking to my boundaries and going out more and just keeping myself busy instead of resetting and healing. And I realized once I finally allowed myself to be that I was completely out of balance. So bad. So I started going through and working on each chakra. And the best tips I have for aligning your chakras, just in general to have a better day. And then also if you're looking to manifest and you want to have everything aligned and in good spinning so that you can manifest to your highest desire, um, doing yoga, you can seriously go to YouTube and type in yoga sequence for root chakra, yoga for opening root chakra yoga for opening your sacral chakra, yoga for balancing your sacral chakra. You can go through each. I'm pretty sure you can even look up chakra balancing yoga and there's sequences that go through all of them. You can look up meditations about balancing your chakras and it, you, you know, these range from 10 minutes to an hour to three hours and you can pick what you want to do. You can even type in the minutes that you're looking for. If I want to do 10 minutes, do 10 minutes. I want to do 15, do 15. I think what you'll find is when you start bringing awareness to these spaces, you'll be able to kind of become more aware of the imbalances that are occurring there. So just being mindful of that. And then you can also do chanting. I'm trying to think of all the things that I do that help balance my chakras other than Reiki. So I can share these with you all. Um, Chanting is amazing. So if you don't know, each chakra has... Uh, chant that goes with it and I can kind of walk you through those right now there's also hand mudras that you can do with the chants or if you are not interested in doing the chants you can (coughs) excuse me just do the mudras there's so many things out here that will help you balance your chakras Uh, but starting at the root chakra it's lam sacral bam solar plexus ram Heart, yam, throat, ham with an H, third eye, sham, and crown chakra is om. So each of these chants are created to help vibrate in your body in each chakra, to help open and balance them. So I highly recommend doing this. It's also a great practice of opening your throat chakra. So many of us don't use our voice when it comes to our authentic self. Um, We're always putting on a mask, so to speak. So it's a good way to start opening up your chakra too, is using these chants, your throat chakra. Well, sorry, confusing. So it's a great way of opening each of your chakras individually, but overall just using your throat opens your chakra as your throat chakra as well. Touch is another one I wanted to to touch on today. (laughs) Uh, Just touching each space of your body where your chakra is. Maybe starting at your feet, putting your hands on your feet and imagine breathing in to where your hands are. I know that can sound silly, but like breathing all the way down to your feet. 
then moving to your sacral chakra, maybe putting your hands right below your belly button on either side and breathing into that space. I always recommend three breaths minimum and you can do as many as you want. Three is always a good number. It's a divine number. And then move up to your solar plexus, putting your hands on your stomach above your belly button. Go to your heart, breathe into that space, your throat, you know, don't choke yourself, hold your throat in a nice relaxing way, but breathing into that space. Moving up to your third eye, putting your hand, you can cover both of your eyeballs if you want, you know, sometimes it'll help you tune into your visuals and your imagination, but breathing into that space and going to your crown chakra right at the crown of your head, placing one or both hands there. I think the biggest key here is that you'll start to bring awareness into your body and become more aware of what's going on within your body and your spiritual body as well. The biggest thing I want to say is that there's no limitations on this either. So if you want to tune into your body and you feel, oh gosh, like I feel like my right hand needs to go on my heart and my left hand needs to go on my sacral, do that. But I encourage you to touch your body to get into tune with it and just sit with it. The other thing that can come up here is that you might find yourself crying. It's very common to start crying when we give ourselves time and especially when we're tuning into our bodies. But rewinding back to this, this is going to start helping you find balance within your body and within your soul. And when you do this, it's going to allow you to become more clear on what you truly want out of life physically and on a soul level and then in your mind and spirit level so when we can become clear on what we want we can become clear on manifesting it into reality i feel like that was a lot of information for 16 minutes (laughs) so i'm hoping that that all makes sense and as always you guys can dm me uh email me all my information's out there you can find me online at alexiseastintuitivehealing.com and instagram alexiseasthealing I do want to pull a card for us today, and I'm going to pull from the Spirit Animal Oracle. And while I'm kind of getting the cards together, I just want to say to give yourself grace and give yourself time. Um, Anytime that I've been tuning into September's energy, it feels like there's a lot of transformation going on as a collective. And transformation is good, change is good, but it's hard and like we talked about last week, when change happens, we can often go into this grieving period, which is totally normal and healthy, where we're grieving what we used to have and what made us feel safe and comfortable and moving into this new life. So just give yourself time and grace to grieve what is leaving your life. And another way to look at it is clearing space. And then give yourself that time so that you can begin to embrace what newness is coming in okay so one card came out of the deck and i'm gonna pick two oh my gosh okay so the one that came out of the deck is wasp spirit sometimes life stings so again i know i just said this right before we pulled this card but i feel like this is drawing us towards understanding and being okay with that life is a cycle and the cycle repeats itself. So sometimes we have really hard times that hurt and sting us. And then we have to remember that it's not forever. It's a temporary 
hard time and that it will pass and bring us out of that darkness and bring us into a even lighter light. So I am going to read about this card. It says, are you holding on to anger, jealousy, or resentment because you got stung? Or could you have just stung yourself by comparing yourself to others? There will always be someone else who is more successful, happier, thinner, richer, etc. Jealousy is a false belief that you can't have what you want or someone could take away something that was supposed to be yours. Let it go and release all those feelings that are making the sting hurt long after the stinger has been removed. Lost spirit has woken you up and now you are called to trust that disappointment can lead you to a different and better path. Align with your spirit now and trust that this too shall pass and is already doing so. For the pain subsides when you stop telling the story of how much it hurt. Wow, that last sentence. Align with your spirit now and trust that this too shall pass and is already doing so. For the pain subsides when you stop telling your telling the story of how much it hurt. So true. You guys will have to let me know if this is resonating for you in your life right now about going through like a hard time and having these big life changes or just changes in general that are new and different and you kind of get stuck in the how much it hurt and how much sadness it's brought you. And it's okay to be there too. I'm not telling you to not feel that. Definitely feel that because it's not healthy if you don't, but maybe being able to connect with your spirit and taking a step back to see what is my mindset right now? Am I accepting what I'm feeling and then trying to move on from it or am I stuck in just how shitty I feel. Now, the second card that I pulled is set healthy boundaries. This is card number three and it's armadillo spirit. So this one says learning to set healthy boundaries is the gift of armadillo spirit. You are entering a phase where in order for you to be in alignment with your intentions and co-create your best life, you may have to be discerning and say no to many things that may have been okay for you in the past. This also means that you need to learn where you end and where others begin, what is yours to own and what is not. Know your limits and understand it's an empowering choice to say no to what doesn't feel right. Armadillo Spirit is here to tell you it's time to be honest with yourself about what you really want. Be clear on what you are agreeing to, declare what your needs are, and say no as a full sentence. These are acts of respect and kindness to others as well as to yourself. Trust your body signals and you will know what to do. Armadillo Spirit guides you in making good decisions that are grounded in a strong sense of what belongs to you and what does not love these cards. I just love pulling these at the end sometimes because I feel like they just really reiterate everything that we just talked about. But setting those healthy boundaries, we talked about that today and how we can't really do that unless we're tuning into our own energy, which this card just reminded us. We need to tune into what our body and our soul needs so that we are able to clearly communicate that those are our needs and respect them for ourselves, but not just for ourselves, for others. Because, you know, when we don't set boundaries for ourselves and stick to them, we can often end up holding that resentment towards other people, our family or friends. And that's not fair either if we're the ones not respecting our own boundaries. So again, just reminding you to tune into that energy. 
I want to thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that you got a lot out of this episode and I hope that you kind of take what we talked about today and run with it and start practicing these techniques or pick your favorites and see how they change your manifestations. See if you feel more clear, if you're able to feel better about them and trust and believe more, and even if they are happening quicker than you would expect. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a great day. Until next time, let the growth flow.